Hello, you are listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your hosts, Joya and Celia. This episode, we're talking about the messy middle. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Joya with The Powerful Creator Show, putting out my first episode for 2022. And I'm going to be mixing it up this year and not interviewing so many people because it's occurred to me that I have never shared my question with my audience, which is what it means to me to be a powerful creator. So I am going to do that. But first, I want to talk about the new format and what it will be. As the planet is ascending and going through this awakening, and so many of you are going through this awakening, I want this podcast now to turn to more uh, spiritual development, personal development, expansion, higher consciousness, creativity, possibility. And I'm going to be doing that with my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful dear friend, Celia, who's sitting here with me. Hi. And (laughs) Celia and I um, met here and are both graduates of USM, University of Santa Monica Spiritual Psychology Program and happened to meet here in Phoenix. And um, so obviously we have a lot in common when it comes to that and the depth of consciousness there. So going forward, that's what this podcast is going to be about. If it's not the two of us having conversations about something topical, then I will be interviewing other um, spiritually minded visionaries who are on this ascension path that have something beneficial to share with you to help you raise your consciousness, expand your perception and shift the way that you see yourself and your life. Beautiful. All right. Yeah. Ooh, so today we just decided to spontaneously do this here in my studio today because we were having a really juicy conversation. We yeah. were. And I was thinking, you know, we should be recording this because this is a really great conversation <laughs> for the podcast. And um, so I was sharing with Celia. So we're going to do this in just a natural conversational style that I'm talking to Celia and you guys are just listening in. So. Um, I was sharing with you about this. I'm on day 38 of giving up drinking and what getting sober actually meant and has come to mean, which was all of this stuff came vibrating up to the surface now that I didn't have my escape hatch. Isn't that so beautiful? Yeah. And it's not like I was an alcoholic, but just that I would definitely go on little, um, binge drinking episodes when I knew for a while since like June, I think. And I told you right away. You did. I, I was like, spirit wants me to stop drinking. I know. I remember. And I told you that spirit told me to go handle my shit. <laughs> That's right. Like, and I was like, oh, I like her. <laughs> because we all have shit to handle, right? We do. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole um, giving up of alcohol for me has been I realized all the ways that I was using it and wasn't aware that I was using it to escape to mask to cover up to sabotage yeah and that's thinking that you're feeling better right yeah and thinking that that I'm just going going to have a good time going to have fun going to meet my girlfriends and we're going to have a great time and we're going to drink some wine and dance and laugh and and not think about anything or just have a good time but it was really just a mask for for unworthiness unworthiness and that's really has been my coming out of this past year is all of the ways 
that I was hiding from myself and from God. Like you can hide from God. So really it's like <laughs> it's me just hiding. It's, well, and I think that's the ego trick, right? Right. Like, you know, like you're hiding from yeah. something that's all knowing and all seeing. Yeah. And everything that you are. Yeah, exactly. So you're hiding from yourself. In Essentially, essence. yes. Yes. Which is the like juicier root of the whole conversation because that's actually the way that we neglect and it's also the way that we self betrayal as opposed to <laughs> being in a space of mastery and understanding this is the hook and that is what made me go oh wait hold on pause i need to go grab the microphone and record this juicy conversation because you just said that about um masking self-betrayal and and it being the hook so i want to hear what you mean more about self-betrayal what is that like what does that mean self-betrayal would be anything that I'm denying myself the way I have it. Let me just own that. The way I have it is that I'm denying what's inherently true about me. Mm. So this is the mask. And then I show people what they want to see as opposed to what is really real about me. Yeah. And I can use my experience, which is I worked 12 steps on sex which is the protocol for Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Only I did it in a way that applies to my physicality and my sexuality in order to shed body shame and to shed preconditioned experiences of my grandmother and my mother mm. to get to what was true about me. And so I get the whole drinking to feel better or doing it somebody's way to feel better and then feeling bad about it after because yeah. and not understanding why I'm feeling bad about it. I'm like, I gave them what they wanted. Like, hello, what, why aren't I getting the response? So understanding that there's the expectation out of somebody else as well and how they are relating to me. Mm what I, how I want them to relate to me. So then there's the subtle manipulation underneath that right. more betrayal. Right. And it just becomes this big, nasty black hole. It runs deep. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it's funny because I'm like, I'm such a visual thinker and I'm always thinking in visions and metaphors. Me it's, too. It's how my brain. Did you went. have the shovel out going? <laughs> <laughs> totally did. But this morning too, I was like, I was visual, I was realizing like we come to this world so perfect and so, and I pictured us being like this perfectly wound Christmas lights in a box that we come up, oh. we're perfectly wound up, so neat and tidy and all you gotta do is just plug it in and boom, you have all this light, right? Oh, yeah. And we spend all of the time tangling the fucking shit out of ourselves <laughs> so that now, I am completely in this space of untangling all of these balls and like, what the hell? And I'm if not... you've never put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> Just imagine a string of lights all tangled up in a mess. And, or, and the bobs are out. And like, you've yeah, got to plug some like, bobs Some of them in. are broken. Yeah. Some of them are blinking. Yeah. Some of them aren't working. And yeah. I was like. you got to look for the one with the red tip on it. <laughs> red tip bulb. And the red tip bulb would be my divine self, my nafsha. Exactly. Right. And so I was like, okay, now I'm in this process of untangling and dismantling all of the ways. So the unworthiness is definitely about self betrayal. Yeah. So I love that word. I mean, I just love that concept of self betrayal. And I've spent this last 38 days going through no sugar because then I started eating sugar to replace the alcohol. Well, liquor turns to sugar. 
It does. And yes, so it does. does bread. Yes, it and so all does. does pasta. Yes, it all turns into sugar. Yeah, and rice. All the sugar addiction. So that, that kicked up. So then I was like, oh, that's causing me anxiety and depression. So I had to cut that out. And so yeah. then I was like, I have no escape hatches. And that's what I started calling yeah. them. I'm like, my escape hatches are closed. Yeah, all the back doors are shut. But then what, what's left is that now it's like, oh, well, that's just things I've created myself anyway. Like they're not even real. They're it's, not real. It's they're paper tigers. Completely paper tigers. And I'm just giving them so much energy by being focused on not having them that that's when I talked to you the other day and I said, Celia, I just discovered the key to freeing myself from this is to identify it, identify what's happening, identify with my, identify my emotions, identify the energy, but don't identify with what's happening. And I love, I loved that. And what I love about it is that you're giving language, you're giving language to your emotions. And often what happens when we get stuck in a traumatic experience is that there is no language because it's frozen in the body. Yes. And there's a numbness. And without, this is what I love about water, right? Like water can be an ice cube. And then as it melts, it actually Mm. becomes like a liquid. Yeah. You know, and then as it evaporates, it's a gas. gas, And then, you know, the whole process can start all over again. And this is the beauty of unthawing the body by utilizing language to penetrate it. I love that you said that. And then I shared with you how yesterday or the day before, or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> no, but whatever I, the heaven. I had this stuck energy and I could feel it mm-hmm. in my stomach and in my body. And it would just felt like this knot. And so I started doing this. I'm like, okay, well, what can I, what can I do to help myself? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm a sound healer, you know, healer, heal thyself. So I started sounding it and the sounds were just so animalistic. Like they just like, I was like, like trying to get to the, and the deeper grunting, like trying to get to, to vibrate it. Yeah. So I was trying to like Uh vibrate it out with my voice and then like my body, like, and then I do all these processes with my eyes closed. Right. And then the, the feeling was stand up and start moving it. How does yes. it need to move? Yes. And then that's when I stood up and I was like, make, still making the sound, but then I was like, like yeah. jumping up and down. And like, and then I could feel yes. that energy loosen up mm-hmm. and move out of me. And it moved out of me with a roar, a literal roar, followed by just profound tears yeah. that were like, yeah. at first it was grief tears of mm-hmm. sadness. And then it was grief and then it would turn into tears of joy and tears of um, reverence that that's what it really felt like. Yeah. I so get that. So this, I mean, the whole point of in sharing this with, with you, dear listeners, is that this process of awakening is not rainbows and unicorn farts. It's, Although it can, it can be sometimes <laughs> there's unicorn, there's unicorns after rainbow parts after. <laughs> after the work. But I think that the real, I love that you're talking about this particular point because there's a way to be with ourselves as we are in this place, which just requires so much permission to give ourselves permission to one, feel the way we feel without any bars on it without any bondage on it whatsoever and say what needs to be said out loud to yourself to your journal 
and and give it voice, mm. give it movement, give it color, whatever it needs, you know, yeah. give it a face. Sometimes yeah. it's a person that can be stuck inside of our body yeah. that we don't have any recognition about. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, especially in a space of people who hold a lot of trauma in their body. Yes. And when I yes. say that, I'm talking about incest yeah. or molestation or rape or any of those highly. Um, they get locked in there. They can get locked in there. Yeah, exactly. And all of those things, you know, the body is always talking. It's in biofeedback continually. It never sleeps, even though we're still the body is not still. Right. Right. No, it's it going is, to get a different it, process. It's in its frequency. Yes. And it's doing its vibes. And, and it is <laughs> doing like, its thing. It is so doing its thing. Yeah. It totally is always doing its thing. Yeah. And I love that you said that because like the body, I've been so disembodied for so long. Oh, I so get that. Yeah. Me too. And I've been up in, in my head, yeah. all up in my head. And now I'm like this whole past year has been a journey back into the body. Yes. And I think that that's such a missing part for me anyway, that I missed in learning about spiritual development and spiritual awakening mm. was that you do it in your body. Well, I agree with that. And then there's the part where I know I'm a spiritual being having a physical experience. Right. So I'm not a body first. I'm no, actually no, no. a spirit first. Correct. And I'm a spiritual embodiment of this body. And this body is a reflection of the life I've lived on the planet. Yes. So if I have been hurt, that trauma I'm talking about, and disassociated myself in any way, we can, as spirits, pull ourselves out because, like, right. you can't hurt a spirit. Yeah. The spirit doesn't care what you think, how you dress, what you look like. That's all egoic conversation. And yeah. so all of that looking at and turning in and making bad creates a cellular, um, I'm going to call it dysmorphia. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then we turn against ourselves, and now we're back at betrayal. So this is really interesting because... What I realized or what happened to me during this course of this last 38 days is without the without my escape hatches that the normal. So my normal routine, which I shared with you, was mm -hmm. um, go out and drink and party and have a great time and then feel like complete shit for five days because that's how long it would take for the anxiety and the toxins to leave my body. So I would feel normal again and my vibration would return to normal. Then I would work and be right back on track for like seven or eight days. And then someone would say, hey, do you want to get together for, for <laughs> dancing or for some wine or whatever? And I was like, yeah. And then the cycle would start all over again. And what so I. So beautiful that you were able to identify and pinpoint all of it. Completely. So good. Completely see it. Because what happened, what was really interesting was when I stopped doing that, 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 well, what, what would happen was then also during that anxiety phase of those five days, I would beat myself up also for like, oh, why are you doing this? You spirit wants you to stop drinking, stop drinking. Why do you keep doing this? And it gave my mind something to be occupied about outside of me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when ego. I, when I took Woo! away the escape hatches though, ego that was projecting the something wrong out there, then turned something's wrong with you in me inside. Yeah. And I fell into a really deep, dark depression which I recognized because I have been in that place before. So I completely recognized what it was where I was like, oh, I don't even feel like taking a shower. I don't feel like I became almost agoraphobic where I'm like, I don't even want to leave my house. It was like, it was very, it got to be really dark. And 
luckily, thank God, I have the tools. Yeah. To know. And so many people don't. And they don't. And that's why I'm sharing this so that people know. And I so appreciate it. Because you can get swallowed up. Oh, I have been swallowed by the belly of the whale. We've been swallowed by the darkness of the ego. (laughs) It's the darkness of the ego, right? That it's like, oh, "Oh, I'm going to swallow you up. Well, is it doing it to protect you? Or is it doing it because it hates you? Well, it's self-hate turned inward. Yeah. Just saying that you create the problem outside of you. I did create the problem outside of me. Me too. Yeah. I so get that. And when I say you, I mean people. I know. Right. I I do. And then there's the part of me that just wants to be responsible with myself in that I have done this very thing that we're talking about. So I got to be busy cleaning up this mess out here. Exactly. I got to clean up. Oh, and I might have to fix something. Yes. And then like, actually, there's nothing to fix. It's It's more about, it's just like... (laughs) I just get to be in the awareness of what it is and cooperate with with what it is. And when I ask myself, what do I need? I really just need more of myself to show up for myself Yeah, and handle the stuff that's been piling up. Exactly. It can look like paper. It can look like a dirty refrigerator. (laughs) My whole house did. (laughs) So back to the tool. Okay. So then recognizing the swallowing up that I was like, oh my gosh, I see so clearly now, now I'm not left with anything outside of me to clean up because I've stopped no. doing those things. So now yeah. it's all in here. And now I've got to clean up this mess, right? So I'm like, oh my God, I've got piles of books around my house. I've got piles. I have two boxes in the corner of my kitchen that are like shoved in the corner that have literally been there for a year of stuff I was going to go donate. I've got, I mean, just like clothes that I haven't worn and mm-hmm. my underneath my sink in my bathroom was such a mess that it was just over every time I open it, something falls out. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do one thing a day to tidy, to clean this up, to start cleaning up this mess, cleaning up this mess. And so, you know, this last couple of days was the cleaning up of the mess of my financial neglect that I have put myself through. And it's like, it's all this self-imposed, self-destructive behavior that is this self-turned eating itself alive, but projecting it from outside. So like everything looks fine because you're busy fixing the stuff outside. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, the truth is, the, and the truth and is, the truth is, it's a mess. And I'm neglecting this feeling in me that something is wrong. And that there's this feeling of unworthiness at the root of it. At the root of it is this feeling of guilt and this feeling of unworthiness. So powerful. And I so get it. Self-betrayal. Indeed, self-betrayal. So I'm curious to hear your point of view on, you know, like I know when that happened and getting disembodied and I'm curious if, and I've never, I'm thinking, I'm sorting, searching through my mind to think if I've ever read anything about this, about the ego, when you become disembodied with a trauma, so Mm -hmm. say something really traumatic does happen to you, which it did to me when I was really little and I left my body. Yeah, me too. So this, Mm -hmm. as your body, your ego your ego now jumps in to protect you as best it can. And it makes an agreement, right? You make an agreement with yourself. You make a promise to yourself and you make a deal with yourself as a young, very young person, whatever that deal promise. Or, oh, mine was, I was bad. Mine was, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was, there's something wrong with me. Oh my gosh. And so then that becomes the underlying drive, right? Of the ego. So this, this is my, what I'm curious about now. So this projection of the outward shit that now you stop doing it and the ego now turns inward. So 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So like, what do you think about that? Like that part of yourself, that ego part of yourself that is utter, that first tried to protect you, but did it ever try to protect you? Or is it just completely self-destructive and it hates you? I think it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. To be honest, like in my own experience. Um, <clears throat> and then there's the self-talk that goes with the, the agreement right? Like I'm bad if I want to explore sex now. Yeah. And I'm bad if I want to be touched in a certain way. And it's just like all this misinformation and misidentification and misunderstanding that's actually taken a hold because none of that's true. The ego made it up. Yeah. And then, and then you might like I did seek that same expression from a partner or mm -hmm. a friend mm -hmm. or your parent yeah to repeat the cycle and the behavior that is the misidentification and the misunderstanding yeah and i've talked about that before with the ow oh which i call it the ow the original wound yeah so and i like, like what you're saying about that it's yeah a different point and it is an ow it yeah. is it's a it's a total owie <laughs> yeah, it's a total owie. because guess what i hurt myself and I didn't mean yeah. to hurt myself. I didn't know I was running with the scissors when I was running with the scissors and then fell down and cut myself. I didn't know. Yeah. And so then there's the compassion conversation. That's where the compassion comes in. That's it. And yeah. this is the part where I find the most forgiveness for myself and the most availability to clean up without any judgments or self-imposed self-hatred. Because yeah. that can reinvent itself as well. Completely, in all kinds of ways. In all kinds of ways. So it's yeah. just being very clean. So eating clean and like being clean and taking your yes. showers and your baths and doing all of the beautiful self-care moments yeah. and taking time to really put attention on the body in positive ways. Yes. That feeds and nurtures the soul that dwells within. And it also serves the higher purpose of allowing ourselves to live within our essence, as opposed to being in the world and doing what the world would have us do, which is look the right way, mm -hmm. wear the right clothes, mm -hmm. have the right car, have drink wine right, at three, drink wine at three, <laughs> <laughs> mommy play dates. Yes, I mean, exactly. <laughs> been there. Yeah. Me too. Hosted. <laughs> Oh, you right. can come at two thirty if you want. Right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. all of those, and I say that. I mean, because that was my experience, Me right? Too. Like, and just like not being present with with what's in front of me or yeah. in my body. And at that particular time, I just did not have it. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. And like that's okay. There are so many people who I have spoken to who have had the same experience. So yeah, I know, I know I'm not alone. That's the thing that's crazy is like you think you're all alone in your story. Until well, you... That's because nobody really talks about right. it, which is part of why we're having this conversation right. out loud and proud. Yes. You know? Yes. Because we're human. For sure. We make human mistakes. I make human mistakes yeah. all the time. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And I'm in the process of just, you know, cleaning it up for Clean myself, up. not for anybody else, but for myself. Right. Exactly. Yes, to be a better exactly. version of and be the woman that I'm intended to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you go on social media and I'm just like, boy, if only the world were like everybody is on Instagram and, and like everybody is on Clubhouse, right? It's like these people Hilarious. are so 
This is not how you are. People in the world. don't talk about the messy middle, which is why I, I loved your message this morning, where you're like the messy middle, and I was like, I've been writing about the messy. I am the messy middle. Oh, yeah. I am the embodiment of the messy middle. <laughs> Me too. I am totally the messy and I, middle, and I'm like, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I find that there's so much joy to be had when I can be in the middle in my own equanimity, and yes. I can look at the whole bread and depths. Yeah. Because the truth is that I know that now I'm now I'm in the space where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've donated so much stuff and my house is clean and my you can open up my underneath my bathroom sink and it's organized and it's spotless. And, Yay! I love that. Right? So I'm like, every my house is in order, literally and figuratively, yes. and it feels really good. But I also know that there is no there to get to. No. And that as it's an evolution. Right. That as we continue to do this work, the spiritual work and the for me, it's the sound vibration and working with sound and asking for the constant cleaning of the basement. I'm always asking for the clean my basement. Clean. Well, let me tell you, be careful what you ask for. Because oh, yes. And you must be careful because yes. your word is your wand. And yes. it's, uh, what's her name? Who said uh, that? Florence Gobelshem. Thank you. Yes. I can never remember. But I always <laughs> remember the word is the wand yeah. because it's true. It is true. So why wouldn't we glorify our lives? Yeah. Yeah. And in, by keeping it clean. By keeping it clean. Yes. Yeah. It's like. I want a house that's drop-inable, right? Like, I don't want to be mortified if somebody that's comes so over, hot. right? You want a drop-inable house. Well, I mean, I love I love what you're saying that you want a drop-inable house, but your real friends won't judge you. Oh, no, and I so know. so that means that your house is drop-inable anytime and anywhere yeah. for the people who belong in your life. That is completely true. Otherwise... But I mean drop-inable from my standpoint and my I point of view. Like, I don't want to be sitting in my pajamas at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because I've been just eating a bowl of ice cream feeling sorry for myself right before somebody <laughs> <dropped> in. <laughs> Gee, I don't know why. <laughs> So what I hear when you say that is impeccability. You yes. want your house to be in impeccable order. Yeah, yeah. And like to yeah. like really hold that as, you know, integrity. Yes, and yeah. your and your home yeah. for me, you know, I'm I'm in the business of home. So yeah. like house, house and home. And but home starts it's inside, it's inside and it is reflected in the outer, yeah. which makes the house the home. Completely, yes. completely. And it's like, this is really fun to have this conversation because as we're on this path, right? And it's like, now it's become more and more and more. And, you know, I, it's funny because as you start practicing, the practice becomes your life. And, yes, that right? is most definitely. It's just like, cross this off the list, check that box shred this throw this out donate that and it's all the practice is your life plus tax <laughs> taxes are coming can't forget that oh gosh so i just a privilege i love this yeah i love too. this because um well for so many reasons and i know that people need to hear it because people put out you know you look at these coaches and, and gurus and they're like, oh, why does that person, they have their shit all together and I'm just a big mess. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know oh. where to start. And I know a lot of people are in that space of comparison. I was going to say, this is comparison energy and like, just like, and it is a total robber of joy. Yes, like is. hands up. Yes, it is. <sighs> yeah. And it's really about your There is own. no comparison. My, not... I will tell you what my grandma used to say. My grandma, Rita, tell, she tell. said to me, you are your own unique beauty. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. She told me that on my first Holy Communion. That's beautiful. When I didn't look like everybody else looks. Mm -hmm. And I was very upset 
that I don't look like everybody else. And it took me a long time to like get with the fact that none of us, I mean, none of us, I mean, I don't want to be a cookie cutter. No, that's boring. Like, oh my God. So androgynous. Like, Hello, I am a robot. <laughs> <laughs> beedy, 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 beedy. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want that. So I didn't ask and I want to, I'll edit, I'll go back and edit in the beginning. But when I, this power, this um, podcast is called the powerful creator show. Yes. And I love asking people what it means to them to be a powerful creator. Mm. It's my, that's how I kick off every episode. So for this episode, you answer it first. And then I, I realize that on my own podcast, I've never answered what that means to me. So you answer oh, it first. Interesting. Yeah. So the, the question is, what does it mean to you to be a powerful creator? Wow. I don't think I've ever given that any thought. I think for myself, no, I'm going to use the word I feel for myself. That means um, I'm attuned to what's true inside of me. And I don't waver from that. Mm. And I think I've spent the last 10 years cultivating that and just really being present, not knowing what I was or what I am capable of because it's still happening. Yeah. But just to allow it space to grow and um, say yes to the things that call my heart forward and just be with it. Beautiful. Even if I'm afraid of it, like, oh. yeah. yeah. There was a time when I wouldn't do something like I'm doing right now. Mostly because I couldn't. No, I had a block. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just like staring it in the face and and doing it anyway, yeah. like. Yeah, if you guys could see us, like Celia came over to my studio today and she brought me roses. <laughs> They're and called Freedom. <laughs> Freedom Roses and a book, and I gave her some a book from that I got her for holiday season. And then we were talking, and I just spontaneously said, "Hey, let's make this the podcast episode." So here we are, and yeah, it is super spontaneous, and it's allowing that energy. So thank you for showing up. Oh, thank yeah. you. I I say that I can only do one thing, and that is show up. I might be late. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll be there. I love it. You know, I mean, that's true for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And how about you? Answer your own question. I know, so right? It's, yeah. it's, it's a great question. And it, everybody answers it differently, which I love. Yeah. So for me, to be a powerful creator means to allow, yeah, to allow the energy of the divine source, my nafsha, to flow through me. And when I get in touch with that feeling, it is a feeling for me. Mm. It's very open. It's very expansive. Mm -hmm. I feel like all things are possible. It's like anything <laughs> is possible. And I look at my hands as being like holy. Yeah. Holy. Um, Portals. Ten wands, like ten magic wands on the ends of these hands that create, they are. Right? <laughs> that, that create. And I and I feel like being a powerful creator is having the ability to create in the world and know that I can create in the world anything that I can deeply envision in my heart and my mind. I love that. So beautiful. Yeah. And knowing that I can do that. 
Yeah, you can, and you are. And I am. Yeah, yeah and I know. I love that, and I, uh, that's what it means to me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to hear it and them to hear it. I've never answered that. My yeah. answered it myself, but that is definitely what it means Well, to me. you're embodied now. See, it's not outside of you. It's inside of you. Yes. And maybe up until now, it just hasn't had the language. And this is the part where, like, the unfurling is happening. The unfurling is happening. And what's really interesting, so ding, 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 ding. The, I just had a ding, ding, ding bell moment. The, you have to be embodied in order to create and produce your ideas in the world. Otherwise, they just stay stuck in the realm of ideas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Stuck in the realm of ideas. And then somebody else, because it's in the collective, will then pick it up, pick it up and run with it. Yeah. So it's like a little butterfly not, that goes, beep, uh, here's an idea for you. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Well, what a joy to be on this journey with you. I'm so grateful that I met you. Me too. And, you know, oh, so spontaneously Spirit is telling me and has been saying about starting a community. Yes. So we talked about this. We have talked about <laughs> this. So we are going to start a community for those of you who are listening who want to be having authentic conversations with people. And none of these, how's the weather? Where'd you get your shoes? Oh, we're so past that. Yeah, crap conversations. Because we're not our bodies. We are not our bodies, but we are in our bodies. We are in our bodies. And so we honor our bodies. We do. And we utilize our bodies. And we honor others' bodies, too. Completely. That's right. So, I mean, it's about joining this collective and joining this tribe, joining this group of of powerful people. And I'm not even going to say women because there's men that I oh, know. Oh, no. Are there super, are so many juicy men to yes, be had. Yes. In their, <laughs> in their beautiful, divine masculinity. masculinity. Yes. And I believe yeah. that that is so true. It is. Yes. We need both. We need both. Oh, we are both. We, so and yes, we are both. We need both. Yes. We yes. we as women need, need to embody our divine masculine and our yes. divine feminine. And men embody their divine feminine and their divine masculine. And yeah. it shows up in different ways. It does. And it's beautiful. It's all beautiful. So um, I'm totally not sure at this moment of this recording where that community is going to be. Or what it looks like. Or what it looks like. But you can go and join the email list at createspacestudio.com and we'll keep you posted. Because <laughs> we're Spirit has put us together to be forces in the world for good. It's so true. And creation and love and create a and to cultivate a, a group of people in love that are here to raise the collective consciousness of the planet. I keep touching that as making noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to make noise. So that's that it. is true. That is yeah. true. Oh, anything else you want to add before we wrap uh, up? No, just a, what a joy it is to be here and to like be saying all the things that are true for me and true for you and just let people in on what the, what we're jamming on the messy middle. Yeah, and being in the messy middle. Yeah. I'm. I wrote a most delicious paper on said subject. <laughs> You'll have to bring it next time and read it. Oh Lord, it's like a dissertation. I don't know. Mm, it's hilarious. Oh, oh. Speaking of dissertation, oh, yes. Don't forget about the most important part. So, if you go to lessonsofmastery.com, that is where I was hosting Way of Mastery on Sunday. But Celia and I are going to start doing this workbook together called The Alchemist's Handbook by John Randolph Price. I just stumbled upon this guy's work maybe a month ago, and I can't not get enough. And I'm so excited to just be, it's got my favorite word in it, alchemist, because I believe that you can alchemize anything yeah. at any time. 
through a variety of practices. So that's true. She is a, she is an alchemist for sure, for sure. So join us, go to Way of Mastery. I'm going to put a link to the book on there. Um, you can go buy it on Amazon and then join us. And we're going to start doing an actual study of this book Yes, and share it on um, either the podcast or put it on my YouTube or something where we're talking about this and going through this. So you can do this work because just doing this guy's work i've been doing his work in the last 40 days I, the 40 day prosperity plan was when i started and the yeah. no drinking vibration got even stronger so i stopped isn't that crazy it's so great and so it's just that mindset around money has shifted for me yeah. in doing that 40 day prosperity program with with his stuff so beautiful join us because we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of ourselves and the collective. And to also share, share our journeys. Um, I think when I think about what it is to be abundant, you know, what what do I have a, an, a lot, an abundance of? <laughs> my practice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my practice is really juicy. And, mm -hmm. and my continual cultivation of the practice and my um, allowance for other people to be Oop, I dropped a pen. I'm sure you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> exactly. The word is your word, word is, is your abundant. Wand. Exactly. Abundant. Yes. And just like getting very clear about what I'm abundant in. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot. Just to like be in um being in the space of distilling what that is and giving that language and having yeah. allowance for that. Yeah. I wrote this morning in my journal around abundance about what do I have an abundance of? Oh, you did? I did. Oh, I love I, it. I know. Isn't that funny? There's and, a kismet moment. And what do I want to have an abundance of this year? Oh. And not even want. The energy of wanting pushes it away. Yeah. So it's this energy, what do I already have yes. that I am now going to step into Amplified. the vibration of instead of pushing it away by wanting it, which mm -hmm. is I wrote down um, presence, peace, and purpose. Oh. Yeah. I think we're having it right now. I know. Yeah. I love Just it. Just being in notice. I love it. So I, I want to encourage people to go buy the book, like yeah. use the link to buy the book and then read the introduction and in the first chapter and like, let's get into this juicy, juicy conversation. Yeah. And I'm going to put a Zoom link on there so we can do this on, um, I don't know, what day do you think? Mondays? Sundays? Mm, what feels good? Let's just like breathe into that and... <laughs> I'm feeling Monday nights. I know, me too. You too? Yeah. I Monday like, evening. It's a Monday evening yeah. to set your Monday, course for your Monday. week. Monday. Yeah. Oh, and the papas. Because again, it's, <laughs> it's not all about just reading a book and not. And no. That's it. This is about, it's about practice and landing it in your body yeah. and, and sharing it Practicing literally it. like live and. Yeah. So dynamic alchemy. That's what we're going to dive into here, kids. It's going to be fun. Here we go. And the first question is, what kind of life in this physical material world do I really want? Great question. So ponder that. Get the book. It's called The Alchemist's Handbook by John Randolph Price. Go to LessonsOfMastery.com for the Zoom link and join us on Monday evenings for these fabulous book discussions starting on uh, Monday. Monday, which yeah. is the 18th, I think. I think so let's look at the calendar i'm gonna pull it up right yeah now. i turned do, my phone do, off do, 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 do. monday is the 17th 
17th. Monday the 17th. Oh, it's Martin Luther King Day. Oh, how beautiful. Perfect. All right. It so is. What a perfect day to kick this off. That's right. Wow. So excited. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to the Powerful Creator Show, the 2022 episode with Joya and Celia. We look forward to being with you soon. Yeah, we'll definitely be back. Bye. You have been listening to The Powerful Creator Show with Joya and Celia. Please like and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast host. Thank you.